He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you in a hot summer morning in uh, the hill country of Texas. And a special request for prayers right now. Uh, my wife is uh, testifying up at the Capitol. Can you imagine that? My wife testifying. I can imagine it. She's an amazing woman. And uh, so we spent uh, the last uh, week or so um, writing her testimony. And uh, last night while we were on the phone, um, because she knows better than to, uh, she knows to go early and get signed up early. Gee, I wonder where she learned that. So she, uh, instead of driving over at the Caracadon this morning, she went over last night and uh, spent the night and got up early down there this morning before they opened up to get her name uh, signed in early, hopefully that she doesn't have to testify. Um, you know, I, I very seriously doubt it'll go into the middle of the night. I don't think it will, but it's always a possibility. Um, I just don't think it's a probability in this case. And uh, so she is, uh, that meeting opened up uh, at 9 o'clock this morning. And so please uh, 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 pray f- uh, very specifically for the message that she needs to get to uh, HHS and her and, and their ears, open their ears and um, put the words in her mouth. These are the prayers we need right now. And um, so I'd really appreciate that. And uh, again, I'm so proud of her. Um, yeah. There's, uh, I, I could go on story after story of why I'm so proud of my wife. Uh, something happened this week, and I started to tell the story, but I, uh, it involves local business and stuff, so I won't do it. But anyway, we have some things on your calendar for you, and I want to start with tonight, and there is a human trafficking uh, workshop. I believe that's what it is called um, it is the, oh, please forgive me. I thought I had it right in front of me. So I'm uh, going down trying to find it. And um, that is, so here it is right there at the top. Um, tonight at 6 o'clock, it is the update on human smuggling presented by the Kerr County Sheriff's Department with Sherry Larry Letha. This is going to be at the AG Barn uh, slash Youth Events Center. Um, and that's tonight at 6. I was told that the last time he did this, that it was absolutely very, it was amazing, that it was really good. Um, and so tonight is a, a follow-up on that last meeting. And um, this, is, uh, this is important. This is affecting us in the Hill Country. There are so many people that still want to deny that that open border is uh, having a direct effect on our community. But I told you the other day, of the three stories out of Mountain Home, just in the last couple of months of people in Mountain Home finding illegals at their door in the middle of the night, out on their ranches, out in the middle of nowhere, on their private property, this is in our backyard. And our officials, I am so proud of uh, Larry Letha, 
for at least you know I don't know exactly whatever everything he's doing, but if he is having an update on this and is bringing this to the people in a public place, hats off, Sheriff Letha. Hats off to you. Thank you very much just for that little part. I'm sure there's a lot of other things we could thank Sheriff Letha for, but just that little part. So um, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Liberty in Action meet up at Kerrville. I've also heard this is very fun. I also heard they're starting to outgrow the Acapulco Mexican restaurant, which is a real shame. Um, well, no, it's not really. That's great. That is a problem that we all love to have, is not having a big enough venue. So check it out tomorrow night, Acapulco Mexican Restaurant in Kerrville. That will begin at uh, 6 o'clock. Please make sure that you go early and uh, order a meal. Please support those who support us. I cannot tell you how important that is. That is, I'm sure most of you stopped drinking Bud Light. All right, that is uh, <laughs> that's great. Hats off to you. Some of you stopped watching off the NFL. That's great. But what we need to do now is play the other side of that coin, which is actually financially support the good guys by spending money at their business. So all that money you've been saved on Bud Light. Folks, you can spend it at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant or any other place that is hosting um, any of these patriot groups in the area. Their guest speaker tomorrow night is going to be Tara Petch with Monster Liberty, and uh, I'm sure it's going to be a report on her adventure in uh, Philadelphia. All right, that's uh, tomorrow night. Thursday night, the Fredericksburg Tea Party has their monthly meeting. It is ice cream and a movie and popcorn. Um, the movie is Agenda 2, um, a powerful movie. They're gonna, they're, things are a little bit different. We're not going to have a meal. And we're going to start serving the ice cream Sunday at 5.30 instead of 6. And uh, we, I, they're going to run the meeting in the same regular order. And uh, so that is, as far as I know, um, and so they'll start the meeting at 6.30 and uh, then with the movie. And then they'll have popcorn in the movie. So here's an opportunity to eat ice cream um, and uh and and hang out and visit with your friends before the movie starts um also we have child care um no pet care yet maybe we can work on that in the future and you could bring your dogs but right now it's just children so we do have child care for you if you want to bring them also thursday night at zion lutheran in kerrville um, they are going to be having a their I believe it's either the third I believe this is the third in a series of lessons that are tied into the movie Kirk Cameron's movie Monumental that starts at six thirty at Zion Lutheran Church on Thursday and uh, that is everything on your calendar for right now um, and so before we take off. I'm going to give you some words of wisdom to um, from poor Richard's Almanac, which was actually Ben Franklin. If you didn't know that secret yet, it was uh, it's it, poor Richard is Ben Franklin. So here we go uh, from poor Richard's Almanac. He says the nearest way to come at glory 
is to do that for conscience, which we do for glory. And so what he's saying is instead of looking for praise and glory, operate from your conscience, and that will um, probably end up being receiving praise. So there you go, folks, uh, from Ben Franklin, Words of Wisdom. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk about uh, the legislature pretending to give you a tax rebate. Y'all stay tuned. Fighting the good fight. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. You're listening to the Matt Long Show on the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. And I'm looking up here at the clock. We've got Pastor Greg coming in at the bottom of the hour. I may just get started on this little bit of uh, information coming to you from um, the uh, second special legislative session. So I don't believe they have the bill. I do not believe the bill has been filed However, the news, and there is articles everywhere, Texas Scorecard, the Texan, I mean, everybody is, I've gotten emails on it from people, different people, different organizations, um, but you can find out all about this. If you give your recall, there were uh, several things. We talked about tax compression on your uh, school taxes, and then we talked about reducing your Homestead Act. Uh, reducing your homestead, uh, or I'm sorry, increasing your homestead exemption. And now not for all your taxes, but just for your school taxes. Uh, keep that in mind as we go through here. And so they've reached an agreement, and the Senate got what they wanted, and the House got uh, got what they wanted, and it's all we're all happy, and they're all going to come back and talk to you about the victorious property tax relief deal. All right, let's talk some basic economics here before we get to that. Um, because, you know, I use the example, and a lot of people do, that governments need to run the same uh, way that your household runs. I mean, it, it, it's not comparing houses to governments. It's just basic economics. There are natural laws in economics. And so uh, we just use your home because, as an example because that's the easiest one for you to understand. You get so much income coming into your home, right? And then you have only, you have so much that goes out. And the trick that we try to learn as humans as we're moving and growing up and becoming responsible adults is to make sure that you have more money coming in than you have going out. Now, at some point in time, you're going to start saving um, because you know you're going to die at some point, and there, or you're, let's not let me walk that back. You know you're going to very likely get to a point where you're not as productive as you were earlier in your life. Some people retire, many don't, um, but they everybody knows that at some point in your life you're not going to be able to bring in as much income as you always have. Therefore, 
we save money. We put money back, whether it's in a retirement account. I know it hasn't been a savings account in years, but we somehow we put money back. So that is how your home operates. The state of, and, and by the way, you cannot print money at home, right? You, you, you can't, you cannot create your, you can't turn on your printer. Well, I guess you can, but you'll get in a lot of trouble if you do. The state of Texas cannot print money. All right, they can't do it. The only ones that can print money is the federal government. Well, we're here talking about Texas today. So it's the same economic model works for the state. They have to have more money coming in than they have going out. Or if it, in perfect, it would be the exact amount of money they coming in is the exact amount of money that goes out. Well, in that case, how can you save um, for example, you know, having hurricane recovery, or if we had a big tornado outbreak, that's we don't put that in the budget every year. Is uh, saying, all right, there's going to be 20 uh, towns destroyed by tornadoes. Let's get that in the budget. No, what we do is we have a savings account. The state of Texas has a savings account, so they bring in X number of dollars. They they pay out X number of dollars. Any extra money then goes into that rainy day fund. Um, that's the idea. And Texas actually has a cap on that rainy day fund, and you're not allowed to have more than a certain amount in that rainy day fund. Anything beyond that is called surplus. Well, let's talk about surplus in your everyday life. Uh, in your home, what would be surplus? Surplus would be if you'd got a really big raise or if you got a bonus or if one of your kids, uh, you know, at 16 gets a job and says, I'm going to be helping pay for the groceries and what have you. All right. So that money goes in. Now you have more money. All right. And so you're going to have a surplus. You'll stick most of us in our homes and our families will stick that money <laughs> that I'm laughing at myself as saying that. Most of us, when we get that extra money, we, well, you either have to pay off your credit card debt or you just go buy a new truck. I, 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 yeah, but let's keep it simple, okay? So you would put it into a savings account because you know at some point in your life, you're not going to be as productive as you are at this point in your life. And so it may be a for, it may be some kind of retirement account. Who knows? Maybe you're buying gold and putting it under your mattress, but you're doing something to put it back. Here's where you differ with the state. The state, when they have that surplus money, what are they going to do with it? Well, what did Texas do with it this year? <laughs> they spent a whole crap load of it. They spent a bunch of that surplus. In fact, that surplus has been going on for a couple of years. They're taking in way more money than they're spending, and so they just figure out new ways to spend it. That's really what they've done. They've grown government. This session, I'm trying to, I hand, I know one of these articles has a percentage on it of uh, the uh, percentage of growth in the budget, um, and I don't, I'm not finding it because I have so many articles open in front of me, um, but that is, uh, all of that is, um, that, that's your money, that's your money, that's your money. So they're going to take this surplus, remember that's your money. And they're telling you that they're going to buy down your your um, school property tax. So they're going to use your money to give you a tax. They're going to use your money 
to buy down your property taxes. Did you hear that? They're using your money to buy down your property taxes. So really, you're still paying those property taxes. Well, you're not paying the property taxes. That money is still going in. That is surplus money. Now, they made a deal in the last session with the surplus money to buy down um, a certain amount of your property taxes. That means the state is paying for that line on your bill. Now, they have to pay for that again this year. How are they paying for it? It's all your money. It's all your money. It's all your money. It. it I'm. I was trying to come up with an example. Um, let's. Uh, so I'm going to keep it really. I'm going to dumb it really down. This is an, an analogy that breaks apart immediately. But think of this as a, a larger idea. Let's fig, let's say the state of Texas figured out how to make one business pay the entire bill for the state of Texas. That's just a, just a ridiculous example, right? Let's just say they came in and said, you know, we've done the math and we've figured out a way to make HEB pay all the state taxes. Now, I know that's dumb, but follow me. What do you think would happen the next time you went to HEB? Would that price of bread be the same it is now? No, it wouldn't. It would be increased quite a bit, wouldn't it? In fact, it might be about the most expensive piece of loaf of bread you ever bought in your life. Have they cut your taxes by doing that? See, they'd say, oh, you don't have any tax bills. You don't have a property tax. You don't have set you. They could say, we're going to eliminate all your taxes because we figured out a way to get HEB to pay for it. Folks, it's the same way. Whether you, the state of Texas gets their money through fees, through um, uh, taxes on fuel, through licensing. Oh, man, how many new license requirements were created last year in the legislative session? I'm sure there were several. Um, and so all of that is your money. If they increase the licensing fee for plumbers, all right, all right, we're going to get the plumbers. Those guys make too much money. We're going we're gonna to make their fee a bajillion dollars. Who pays for that? You do. Next time you call a plumber. So they're not giving you a tax break if they are growing government. They are growing government. They're playing a three-card Monty with you where they're moving around how and when you pay for that. But I guarantee you folks, they could eliminate every tax that you think that they send you a bill for and you'd still be paying for the operations of the state of Texas. So don't that don't fall for this. And and when they come and tell you that they've had the biggest tracks cut in years, ask them how how do you do that and grow government at the same time? Where is that magic money coming from? It's not magic money. You're still paying for it, but they're just hiding it better because you don't get a piece of paper with a large number on it, and you don't have to write a check. They nickel and dime you everywhere else across the state of Texas. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot.
All right, folks, we are back and uh, hanging on here to bring in Pastor Greg and see where he is. You're listening to the Matt Long Show on the Hill Country Patriot. And as we do every Tuesday, as we do every Tuesday, we join Pastor Greg. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome back, folks, to Church Generation Radio, uh, where no topics off limits. Everything filtered through biblical glasses. Get more at the website, churchgenerationradio.com, as we join Matt Long and the Hill Country Patriot uh, Radio and Hill Country Patriot audience on the Matt Long Show. And and Matt, is it is it the the website? Is it the Matt Long Show or how's how's your website listed? My website is the Matt Long Show, or you can just leave the the out and just call it Matt Long Show. We're also available at hillcountrypatriot.com. and uh, yeah, and on all the podcast sites, uh, search for the Matt Long Show. I'm on the many as many of the places that you are on podcasts as well. So, yeah, that's how you find us here. So, Pastor Greg, there you, go. you know, children, kids have been the topic uh, mm. du jour for a while now. And Pastor Greg and I were talking last night and I uh, came up with, uh, I think we came up with a pretty good little theory and a line of, uh, of behaviors that as a country uh, that we've been going through for, I, I don't know, hundreds of years, maybe 50 years, maybe going back just a 100. But would you start to unwrap what we talked about last night for our listeners, Pastor Greg? Well, you know, we, we're talking about, you know, how, how do you, how did they get to the children? And, and they have been working on this uh, you know, as we were talking about this, I, I think about that movie, Return to the Hiding Place, and I believe it was a, a, a quote from Goebbels that, that talked about, you know, if, if I can capture the children, essentially I can, and I, I'm really chopping this up, folks, and I apologize, but um, <laughs> I can essentially take over a nation in a generation. Absolutely. Um, once, once I've, once I've, I've conquered the kids. And, uh, I remember years ago, uh, Dr. James Dobson, you know, when he, when he had, uh, when he was doing focus on the family, um, did a, a, an interview one time where he was talking about how, uh, how, how he was not introducing his kids to Santa Claus, and I remember that that was a really big deal, and we and we we stopped that years ago. I mean, my my uh, we we didn't do Santa Claus with any of my kids. I, I think when when my when Michelle was very little, and she's in her thirties now, uh, when she was really little, we did it like one time, and then the Holy Spirit really talked to us about that. And here's why: children. Are, are being groomed at school to believe that teacher and the counselor and so on, and we see this now, right? Mm-hmm. They, they hide things from the parent. They tell the child, don't tell the parent, mm-hmm. or we won't tell the parent. Uh, you know, isn't this what you want to believe about yourself? You want to be a boy, you want to be a girl, you want to be a whatever. Uh, you, you want to, you want to be a cat. You want to be a dog here. We're going to have a, <laughs> a, a cat litter box and you can, you know, you can use the cat litter box and, and, but we won't, you know, we're not going to tell your mom and dad, you know, and, and the stripping of parental rights at a uh, show about that yesterday with the new 
Department of Education, uh, right now, they're looking at changing the, the rules on the Department of Education regarding children with disabilities. But what people don't realize is, is they're changing the definition of children with disabilities. Every child will be labeled as a child with a disability. Every child. Mm. So, so they can exclude parental involvement. So here, so here's the breakdown. Go as, as go, we know. Go back to this, go back to Santa Claus. Go back to Santa Claus. That's where I'm going to go. That's right, where I'm going to go, go right now. Go. All right. So 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 the so the so the Santa Claus, as as it as it is presented, we know, is not is a fictional character. Children are then told about this fictional Santa Claus. Sorry, folks, if I'm destroying someone's uh, world. Right we should have had a warning. But, uh, I'm sorry. We should have had a little yeah. ears warning. <laughs> we apologize. Um, but 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 the, the the Santa Claus that is presented is 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 not reality. And at some point, the child learns that mm-hmm. usually from some friend at school. Now, if mom and dad have been big proponents of the Santa Claus idea, that is the first chink in the armor of, oh, mom and dad are, are, are kind of making things up. And that's what the school's telling your kids is that mom and dad are making things up. That translates over to when you take them to church and you bring them into a Sunday school where the characters are characterized in cartoons, whether it's Jesus, John the Baptist, whoever it is, Noah, Noah's Ark. It's one of the reasons why Ken Ham and Answers for Genesis are so against those, uh, those cartoon images of all the animals being squeezed together on the ark, you know, the ones that you've seen, mm. where all of them are, 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 are mushed together. And they're like, no. And for many years, they were against bringing the Bible back into school. Why? Because they knew and believed strongly that the individuals that would be trying to teach biblical truths in the school, A, were not qualified, and B, likely didn't believe. And so they're going to teach it from that mindset. The point that Dobson was making is, is that once the child begins to have validated in their mind the idea that mommy and daddy are making things up, and if they made up Santa Claus, then when the when the school is telling them that Jesus is made up and and the Bible's not really true, it was just written by a bunch of men, and they start attacking God and faith and telling them that evolution is the way we came about, there is no creator. They've already breached the conscience of their mind and their soul and their spirit to believe the school over the parent. Mm. You know, they, they, go, they've stolen your kid. Yeah, they've stolen our kids. Uh, we, we, 
we've historically and and not even just this country but humans historically um have had these layers of protection around our children all right and so we've had the family is the 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 primary uh, uh wall a defensive wall around a child right and then outside of that i would say the church is the defensive wall that helps defend the family then which helps defend the child and then you added the layer of god to that and so we've got all of these defenses if you think it militarily terms that we've got lines of defense historically that have gone out three or four layers or four or five layers and so when the enemy came in he had to start on the outside layers. The enemy couldn't just, I don't know, parachute into your kids. They had to get through God. They had to get through the f- church. They had to get through the family before they could get directly to the kids. Does is does that make sense to you, Pastor Greg, that through no. the destruction of each of these yeah. layers, they now finally have direct access? Well, and, and so let me add into that. They, they, they started that also by encouraging the idea that it, that it took two incomes in order to survive. Mm-hmm. That, that, a, that a woman was not whole, was not uh, a woman, was not productive, was, was, was being somehow devalued if she, if she was a stay-at-home mom Mm -hmm. who who sharpened the arrows and strengthened the 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 shaft of the child the core of that of that of that precious child to launch them successfully into life that somehow that job that critical most important job was somehow less than and that unless a woman was uh, a was climbing the corporate ladder, or was doing a job that was equal to or better than the job that that her husband was doing, that somehow she was devalued. Mm. And 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 the and the 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 greatest cocoon. I mean, God obviously is is the ultimate protection. But the greatest human protection, the closest human protection that that child would have is mom. Mm -hmm. Because mom then alerts dad and says, hey, there's a threat. Take care of this. That's right. Because dad's out hunting. Dad's out providing. Dad's out in the world. And his job is, is, is provision for the family. That's, 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 that's what he's doing. And then mom becomes then the, that buffer within the home. Mm -hmm. And so when there's a threat on the home front, mom alerts dad and says, Hey, we've got a threat at home. Mm. And now dad comes and resolves the threat. But mom is the first one to address it. All of these layers, you know, had we, and and this is all on us, and I say us, and and it goes back several generations. I can make the argument going back to the 
to actually about 110 years ago, very easily going back to Woodrow Wilson. But it's we, we as a society, as a culture, have slowly allowed the enemy through all those layers of defense. And in many cases, Pastor Greg, I, I submit that we've been doing it knowingly, openly, saying, all right, we're going to give in a little bit here. We're going to weaken our defenses a little bit here and there because, you know, we don't want to make people mad and we don't want to upset people. And so we're going to weak, we're going to let them give this and that. So we have weakened our defenses to the point that nearly all the layers of the, the def, uh, around this castle, the moat, the, the open fields, the what, whatever, where you, you, you were able to fight the enemy away from your own living room. We have, we have allowed that to be destroyed. And so we find ourselves in a really difficult spot. And that is where the challenge comes in. And that is where our, we have to lean in on God all the time. We have to lean in on the family and the church and God. And we've got to take this back. It's a tough battle. But it, I believe it's the battle that we right now are cut out for is we've got to take back our children. Matt, are you there? I am. I was taking okay. a breath. Well, I, uh, <laughs> no, we, no, hey, no, I, 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 I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, this is, this is, you know, if, if there's, if there's a play, if there's, you know, where, where are we going to fight? Where do we begin? I mean, this is one of the key places that we absolutely have to begin this fight is, is at that. And, you know, you were talking about moms. I remember my mom was a Cub Scout leader. She was a Weeblos leader. She was involved in the, in the, in the P in the, in what was called then the PTA, the parent teacher association. Mm-hmm. But there isn't even a PTA anymore. I mean, it's, 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 it's really not. It's like parents are domestic terrorists and they're, and they're assigned uh, the, this label of, you know, mom and dad are bad. You know, uh, you know, mom, the parents are in many instances you find across the country, parents aren't even allowed to go into the classroom. It's like, wait a minute. This is my, you know, and I tell folks all the time, these are your children. And the fact that you've got to sign them out, get permission, mm. wake up, people, wake up. You, you, you need permission to keep your flesh and blood home today. Yeah. You need permission to mm-hmm. go and pick up your child from the institution. Mm. That should tell you all you need to know about who it is that thinks they own your kid. Mm. Yep. Pastor Greg, we're about out of time, but if you don't mind, let me kind of wrap this up with a little bit of a sermon. We have this, <laughs> this is a difficult job we've already described that because we we so many of our own defenses we allowed to be destroyed the only way is going to be through jesus through christ through our lord and savior and through our reliance on god and going back to the scripture and it is one foot in front of the other with a constant reliance on god and that is the only way this is not a battle we can do on our own because we are not fighting other humans I'm not going into a bar brawl where I may have the advantage over some guy in there because I'm bigger. 
I, I'm we are fighting evil and we are fighting spirits and we're fighting Satan and uh, without God that ain't we we have no chance of victory and that's where we need to focus when we're going back to taking our kids back and reclaiming them is through through biblical principles and through God. We're fighting enslaved minds, and so we need to throw our spiritual arrows at that and just declare, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father God, send your angels now to open eyes and open ears and open hearts to receive the truth and break the spirit of deception right now by the power of the Holy Blood, cross, resurrection, and ascension of the true Lord Jesus Christ in Nazareth, who came in the flesh. Amen. Amen. And we couldn't wrap it up any better. Pastor Greg, thank you very much, and we will uh, talk to you again next Tuesday. Okay, brother. God bless you. Okay. All right, folks, uh, we're going to take a short break, and um, we'll be right back. Rhinos hate him. Come out, come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Thank you so much for sticking around, staying tuned uh, during our commercial breaks, and once again. Please, when you hear a commercial on uh, any of our um, uh, uh, programs here, on any of our five stations, and you like the product you're getting on these radio stations, pay attention to these subscribers, those who, those who support this and make it possible. You know, it's not NPR. We're not, we're not hitting you up once a year or twice a year and saying, make a donation so that you can listen to the Matt Long Show. No, we do this through... We do this through capitalism, and uh, there are people who are willing to pay for us to talk about their business on the air because their hope is that you will, uh, after listening to this, you'll say, you know, I hear those guys on the radio all the time. I think I'm going to go give them my business. You know, I know they have some competition, but I never hear anything about the, the their competition doesn't do anything on the Hill Country Patriot. Maybe I need to go with this company that advertises on the Hill Country Patriot. That is that is how these things happen. That is how this kind of programming is possible. All right, and so please support those who support us. Um, and uh, so let's take a look at some other headlines that are going on right now. As usual, it seems like we could probably talk. We should. I think we should talk about the border every day. But after about two weeks, you'd probably stop listening because we'd be, it'd be always, it's the border show with Matt Long. Um, no, uh, but I want to, that it's still, everything is still happening at the border. We've got the federal government who now has rolled out this, um, online application uh, to go to the front of the line if you're from Colombia you can get to the front of the line by going to this app if you're from you know uh, El Salvador you can go through this app and get to the front of the line and so our federal government is still doing everything they can to keep our borders as wide open as possible so what's Texas doing about it well you know there was uh, Governor Abbott reached out to other governors and we have had, uh, you heard the story a couple of weeks ago about Florida, um, uh, Florida uh, uh, troops uh, being sent to help us. Well, Virginia 
just deployed troops at the Texas Medico uh, Texas Mexico border. Um, and, uh, yeah, I know some of us would like to have them at the Texas New, Me- New Mexico border, but right now we're just going to go with the, uh, old Mexico border. Let's see if I can, uh, send how many it's going to be the end of the month. That's covering from, um, Yunkin. Uh, so that's, uh, let's see. Yunkin has sent his, tr- uh, they came in on, uh, July 6th. So, uh, there they go. They were at, um, Fort Barefoot. <laughs> I didn't know there was a Fort Barefoot. Um, but he went and visited the uh, troops, uh, Governor Yunkin did, at Fort Barefoot, I guess, before they came down to Texas and uh, made a nice little thank you very much and uh, had sent them down. So let's see. The support team uh, includes 100 soldiers and airmen uh, with another 10 personnel as the task force leadership team and support element. So this is all good. You know, when uh, when a state has, uh, uh, when Louisiana gets slammed by a massive hurricane, states send people in. Uh, every, every state sends someone down or some people in to help them get out of the mess. This is the same thing. So states are starting to send in troops to help Texas, so we want to say thank you very much uh, to those states, Governor Yunkin. Um, what else is happening on the border? Well, you heard about the uh, floaties that uh, the uh, Texas governor is uh, going to put on the river. Well, there's pictures now of the uh, semi-loads of uh, floaties of little barriers. They're going to string these up in the middle of the Rio Grande, um, and, you know, someone, I think one of the liberals uh, comment I saw was, oh, they'll die when they're trying to get underneath or over those, uh, boys. No, they won't cross where the boys are. They're gonna know better. Is it buoys or boys? Buoys. Floaties. How about floaties? Big giant round floaties all strung together. Um, I'm pretty sure the first picture we saw was computer generated because from what I'm understanding now is they're just now getting those down there. So in the meantime, there is a guy that has a uh, kayaking and uh, river trip business on the Rio Grande. I've actually been on one of those. Uh, Absolutely loved it. Um, It was a... uh, uh, I'm trying to remember who it was arranged. It was my my wife's boss who uh, took us all down to Lajitas a few years ago for a weekend uh, uh, retreat and uh, just get together for the employees. And we ate really well and stayed in these awesome uh, 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 places out in Lajitas. And uh, on Saturday, we did a float trip down the river, and they took us a few miles upstream, and uh, we got into uh, some uh, rubber rafts, and uh, we floated down uh, the... um, uh, the Rio Grande, we went through a canyon that was really cool. We pulled over. Oh, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say this, but we pulled over and had lunch on the Mexico side. Don't tell anybody, but we pulled over and we uh, unpacked them, packed all the coolers and served us an awesome lunch. And so anyway, I enjoy uh, uh, rafting trips. I've done a lot of them in southern Utah and in southern uh, southwestern Colorado. 
uh, serious whitewater uh, rafting, uh, lead groups, organized groups for a number of springs when I lived up in Colorado so that we would go rafting, uh, groups of us would go rafting and whitewater rafting every every spring. Um, and so here's this guy down there that owns a uh, rafting company, and he says it's going to ruin his business. It's just going to ruin his business that he's going to have to go on one side of the boys or the other, the buoys, the floaties. I'm really not too sure. I'm not willing to jump up and uh, take a side on this one. Um, I feel for a business, any business, where the state gets in the way of their operation. So I'm hoping they can work something out on that. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping they can work something out on that. But just look at it this way. Every corner the governor turns, he's going to get resistance. But the governor of Texas has the absolute authority to protect the borders of Texas. He's not doing a very good job of it so far, but he's getting there. Maybe he's getting there. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and uh, we'll be visiting. We'll be back here tomorrow.